live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. everyone, this is Lauren with a quick update on a phone call I had today with squad member Ilhan Omar. I had reached out to her Friday and three days later I was able to connect with her on the phone because I wanted to let her know directly that I had reflected on my previous remarks. Now as a strong Christian woman who values faith deeply, I never want anything I say to offend someone's religion. So I told her that. Even after I put out a public statement to that effect, she said that she still wanted a public apology because what I had done wasn't good enough. So I reiterated to her what I had just said. She kept asking for a public apology. So I told Ilhan Omar that she should make a public apology to the American people for her anti-American, anti-Semitic, anti-police rhetoric. She continued to press and I continued to press back. And then Representative Omar hung up on me. Rejecting an apology and hanging up on someone is part of cancel culture 101 and a pillar of the Democrat party. Make no mistake, I will continue to fearlessly put America first, never sympathizing with terrorists. Unfortunately, Ilhan can't say the same thing and our country is worse off for it. Please know I appreciate you and your support. I appreciate you understanding that I will always shoot straight with you. This isn't about religion. It's about the horrible failed Democrat policies and anti-Americanism that I will call out each and every time I hear it. I am here to protect your freedom and continue making this the greatest nation our world has ever seen. God bless you and God bless America. Hey everyone. And God bless you too, Lauren Boebert, Representative Lauren Boebert from Colorado. God bless you as well. Look, I didn't see a need to apologize. And I also didn't even take it when the story first came out. When left-wing media blew up over Congresswoman Lauren Boebert's remarks uh, over this past week. I didn't think it warranted an apology. Because I didn't take it as she said, oh, she doesn't have a backpack, we'll be okay. I didn't take it as she was associating her Muslim faith with the fact that she is a terrorist. In fact, I took it as exactly Lauren Boebert said it. Was the reason why she made that remark is because Ilhan Omar is an anti-American, anti-Semitic, terrorist sympathizer who calls for the death of Israelis and calls for the deaths of the death of Americans constantly constantly and broke many laws to get where she's going so I never associated her Muslim faith with the allegation that was jokingly made by Lauren Bober it's okay if she's in here guys I don't see that she has a backpack and the reason she has the nickname Jihad Squad is because her and her unqualified, ignorant people that she calls herself a squad around are constantly calling for the death of Israel. So I didn't see it. 
needed, I didn't think it needed an, or warranted an apology. However, Lauren Boebert thought she would be the bigger person and reach out and say, look, I did not mean that. If, if you took it that way, I am sorry. Uh, I'm sorry I phrased it that way. I can see how it could be misconstru- misconstrued. And the piece of work that is Ilhan Omar could not even accept the apology and then went back on the attack in the same phone conversation. Some people, you just can't win for losing, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Live from America. Today is Monday. Monday, November 29th, year of our Lord, 2021. And it's so great to be back in the saddle again. Of course, we did this morning show. It was a wonderful show. Good to be back after this wonderful holiday uh, that we call Thanksgiving that we're going to talk a little bit about to start the show off in the first and foremost section. Uh, but it's it's great to be back. Great to be back here on Real America's Voice News. And always great to be back with the Live from America family. I would like to say in honor of... Um, of the Jewish faith, I'd like to say Happy Hanukkah. Uh, of course, the uh, Festival of Lights has already begun as we get into this Hanukkah season uh, for the people of the Jewish faith. I'd like to say Happy Hanukkah to all of you who are watching, who practice the Jewish faith. We all worship the same God, maybe not the same Lord, but the same God. And uh, really, you guys were the originals, right? So let's put a smile on our face and let's uh, reach out to our Jewish brothers and sisters and uh, wish them well. Uh, for this holiday season. I would also like to thank Brian and Jamie Barrett. I got your Smarties in the mail, your giant Smarties, not these little tiny ones, giant Smarties for people who are really smart, you know, like President Trump. Uh, And also, I'd like to thank uh, David Lehman. I received the t-shirt that you said is a smaller size. We'll get a a new size right out to you. Please let me know where you're from. Please let me know what city or state you are repping so I can call you out and give you guys a spotlight. We are live right now on, of course, Rumble, Roku, uh, Fire Stick. We are live on Pluto TV uh, and many, many, many other places. So hopefully, Uh, You guys don't have a problem getting to Live from America. I'd like to say hello to Sylvia. How you doing, Sylvia, Jarrett, and Roxy? Good to see you. Thank you very much. We've got Sharon Jovan from Ohio, O-H-I-O. We've got J-Rock86 that says, don't tread on me. Uh, Hello to Nick. Uh, Prayers for you, Nick, as well. I see people are saying uh, prayers to you. I'm not sure what happened, but it looks like uh, prayers for for your mother-in-law. Carol in Pennsylvania is watching. God bless you, Carol. Deb Webb from Everett, Washington. Of course, we've got Angie Gamboa. God bless it. I'd like you guys to all know that Angie did receive the donation from the Live from America family to help her out through these uh, rough times. So God bless you all for helping her out. I'd like to say hello to Doris from Alabama. How are you, Doris? Good to see you. Vicki from Baltimore. God bless you. I love you. Carol from Ransom somewhere. I didn't see the last part of it. Texas Debbie watching. And one more. Let's give it to Sandra from Fort Lauderdale. I love all of you. Thank you all so very much for joining in tonight on this Monday evening, November 29th. We're getting into that holiday season, everybody. So let's go to Jesus calling because I hear Jesus calling. Oh, before we get into this Jesus calling, let me just uh, let me address something real quick. Uh, I've noticed that the left is getting their heart's desire right now. And what I mean by that is that the Republicans and the people on the right are back to infighting. All I see when I jump on social media is Republicans attacking Republicans. Now, first of all, if you are a Christian, you should not be attacking anybody. And when I say attack, I don't mean beat them to a pulp politically. 
because that is our job right now. Our job is to show the facts and have debates where you beat somebody down with facts in the political sphere. What I'm talking about is the name calling, the rude comments back and forth, that you're not a real Christian, I'm a real Christian, all of that stuff. Guys, there's really no need for all of that. We are truly all on the same team. And when we do this on the right, we not only let down God as ambassadors of God, but we also let down our party and we let down our country. So I think we just need to realize there's bigger fish to fry than arguing amongst you know each other. And, um, and again, a healthy argument and disagreement is great. There's a lot of people that watch Live from America that do not agree with everything that I say. And that is okay because this show is mixed with not only facts but also my opinion. And that's fine. I want you guys to stay here. Um, but don't please, if you're one of those people that, you know, and you know when you do it too, because I've done it, you know, when you go over the line and you know, when you say things you shouldn't say, and then sometimes you delete the comment. But my, my, uh, my desire here is that you don't even get to a point where you have to delete a comment. You should stand by everything you should say, and you should always be a representative of God. Now I know it's not possible to be perfect, but that's what we should aim for. So as we get into Jesus calling, Please, if you're one of those people on my comment threads on social media or anybody else's, let's start to show each other a little bit of respect. I think it'll go quite a long ways. I think it will. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But I think that little old thing called love, compassion, kindness, and respect go a heck of a long ways in this world today. November 29th, evening version of Jesus Calling says, Come to me with all of your neediness. You can cry out, Help me, Jesus. And then wait patiently in my presence. Your weariness will eventually give way to strength as you trustingly wait upon me. Now, before I get into the actual verses that this daily devotional is pulling from, have you ever felt so beat down and weak that you just go, I give up? And maybe you cry. Maybe you go into a quiet room and you ball into your pillow. Maybe you cry yourself right to sleep because you just can't take anymore or you just don't have any more to give. That's okay. That's what Jesus wants you to do. But instead of just giving up and falling asleep, give it all to him. You can go into a room and you can say, I just can't do this anymore. I give, but don't say up. Say, I give it all to you, Jesus, and then just wait. Wait in his presence. Your strength will start to build from deep within your Holy Spirit, from deep within your gut. Your strength will start to build. You will start becoming more confident. You'll start becoming more aware. You'll start being able to prioritize your life very quickly if you instead say, instead of saying, I give up, say, I give it all to you. It makes a huge difference. It really does. Now, Isaiah 40, 30, and 31, very, very famous uh, verse, says, Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles, they will run and not get tired, and they will walk and not become weary. I know you've heard that before. And also from 2 Corinthians 6.10, one of my favorites, we are sorrowful yet always rejoicing, poor yet making many rich, having nothing and yet possessing 
everything. And before you turn out the light, let me show you what it means to rejoice and be renewed even in your troubles. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today with Thanksgiving and what Thanksgiving actually means and what the left is trying to destroy and hide from the past as it relates to things like Thanksgiving and what really happened and what we're really supposed to be celebrating. We're going to break all that down in the first and foremost section of today. Let's do the Lord's Prayer right now. Cap off this first segment the right way. Give the Lord the honor and the thanksgiving that He deserves so very much for the position that He has put every one of you who's watching this show in right now today. Because whether you believe it or not, you live like kings in the presence of Jesus and with everything that you've been given because all good things come from God okay so if you're wearing a hat please remove your hat and you know the drill let's say the Lord's Prayer together even all you youngsters that might still be awake okay be a shining light for the kids in your school here we go our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, please Remember what these holiday, this holiday season, Thanksgiving and Christmas really is. Remember why we celebrate them and then put that into action. And let's be those shining lights that God really wants us to be, okay? Let's take our first commercial break here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. We'll be back in about two and a half minutes with the first and foremost section with a little bit of a history lesson. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this. Uh, Lauren, please tell that to the others making comments, says Victoria. Stop asking God to do things for you. Ask God what you can do for him. If you do, he will put all things in their place. Donnie, that is a wonderful, wonderful statement, and God bless you for saying that. You are truly correct. And it goes right back to what uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the famous saying there from the president. Don't ask what, you, what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Same thing there. Don't ask what God can do for you. Ask what you can do for God. That's a wonderful statement, and God bless you for saying that. Nick says, I truly love seeing so many familiar names in the comments. Truly love you all. God bless you, and thanks for your prayers. You know, and Patsy says, when we are ugly to each other, it means Satan is messing with my LFA family. Not today, Satan. Just go away and leave us alone. Look, it's, uh, I get it. I get it. We are closer in this Life from America audience family than most people are who watch somebody. And that's partly because I wanted it to be that way. I wanted us to have a closer communication uh, than, than just any other regular show. I wanted all of us to make a difference together. Um, and we're going to go through growing pains. We're going to go through disagreements. And I love those. Trust me. Believe me, I've had my share of people coming at my neck, especially when I talked about Catholics in a certain way and many other things. Okay? I understand we're going to have differences of opinions, and that is okay. Accepting those differences of opinions makes us A, American, B, Christian, and ladies and gentlemen, C, it lets us evolve. 
And it lets us evolve to a better society and a better humanity when we accept that we're going to have differences. We don't have to go to that point where we're calling each other names or saying you're not a real Christian or I'm a real Christian. I thought we were all past that. And some of us are and some of us aren't. And some of us have days where we slip, even myself. And that is okay because we can rely on each other to bring us back to center. So if you're one of those people on my Telegram page or Getter page or Instagram page that don't think that you're saying things rudely or incorrectly or, 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 or wrong or don't think you're hurting feelings, but other people are all saying the same thing that you are, just fall back. Don't take it as an insult and say, you know what? I messed up. There's nothing better than being able to say to the people that you're having a discussion with, I messed up. I shouldn't have done that and I apologize. It'll make the audience stronger. It'll make the show stronger. It'll make our message stronger and it will make what we're trying to accomplish happen faster. United we stand, divided we fall, right folks? Now, I'm not trying to lecture you. I want you to be you. Matter of fact, a great friend of mine from a town not too far from me here uh, in Newport, New Hampshire, actually messaged me before the show and said, look, is there anything you can do in the comment sections? You know, because there's people really going crazy right now, back and forth about a lot of things. And I said, look, there's not really much I can do. I have five kids and a show that I run two shows a day. I'm not going to sit and police it, and I don't want other people to police it. Now, if I go through it and I see some things that are obviously wrong, I'm going to do something about it, obviously. But we shouldn't have to. The only thing that we should be worrying about is how to get rid of all that spam on Telegram. You know what I mean? So just remember, folks, when you feel like you're getting to that point, you feel like you're getting to that that uh, that that line in the sand where you're about ready to go crazy, go off, and you feel anger bubbling, just pray. Just pray, and let's not go there because the left loves that stuff. Jeremy, does that mean you can unblock me from Telegram? LOL, not sure why I was banned. I feel sad. That's from Ozfan. Yeah, I messaged you back on Instagram. I said, I don't have any other admins. I'm the only one. So if you were banned, maybe you, I thought you were spam. Uh, but just if your name is the same, I, I'll, I'll definitely go through and unblock you. I really only block the spam people. You know what I mean? Um, you don't bring me flowers anymore, says Biden stinks. <laughs> uh, we can have healthy conversations about difficult things without anger. And, and, and that's what it's all about. And you know what? You might even get angry. It's learning how to tame that anger and tame that tongue. That's what God really wants us to do. Tame the anger and tame the tongue. You'll be a better person for it. Trust me. Trust me. And I've seen the arguments. I went through and I watched. I, I, I read them. I get it. I understand it's coming from a place of passion. But the left loves that stuff and eats it up. And don't think that they don't have trolls in there watching and fueling that fire. You know what I mean? Okay. Welcome back to Live from America here on the one and only and the best news station in the country, the fastest growing news station in the country, and the only one that I would have agreed to be a part of, Real America's Voice News. I want to start off today with the first and foremost section, talking a little bit about Thanksgiving, okay? Because we have a good portion of this great country, this beautiful United States of America that absolutely despises and loves to trash our Constitution our flag, our justice system, our Judeo-Christian foundation, and our traditional holidays like Thanksgiving, aka the one we just celebrated. Yeah, that was Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. They say that Christopher Columbus was evil and a terrible person, okay? And they say all he did and others did 
uh, that came to this beautiful country, the United States of America, before it was before it was colonized, was bring genocide and violence. Genocide and violence. And I'm going to read some stuff for you today that shows you that that is anything but true. And we need to give a proper history lesson to our youngsters. But before I get into that, I just want to say when I was a kid, Thanksgiving was a special day that celebrated unity, togetherness, kindness, and compassion. And it's a wonderful story of not only survival, but also of how the natives from that time saved so many Europeans from dying to starvation and freezing in the cold. Now, why would they do that? Why would they do that? Now, this is all stuff we learned when I was in school because it's the truth. But nowadays, everybody's trying to whitewash and destroy and hide and get rid of the facts of what happened that made us celebrate these amazing holidays that we celebrate today. They want to get rid of that past. They want to whitewash it. They want to destroy any accomplishments that we had as a people starting off in an early country, both Europeans and Native Americans. But my question to you is, if you want to really get into it and get a real history lesson here, is why would the Native American Indians that were here, why would they lift a finger to help the Europeans and why would they help them from starvation, help them in this cold weather? Why would they do that if we brought nothing but genocide and violence? Well, I'm gonna read a little bit for you and I hope that it puts a little bit, of, it puts it into perspective for you. And I hope that you can show this to the youngsters that are in your family, whether they be your own kids, your nieces and nephews or your grandkids or whatever, especially around the holiday season, you have an opportunity to be around so many people that think in pronouns like they and them and think it's okay to run around and tell everybody how to be a transgender and nine times out of nine, nine out of the 10 people that are in your kid's school now are saying they're gay and they don't even know what they're talking about just because they're force-fed constant, constant stuff. This is a perfect opportunity for you to show what America really is, okay? Now, I want to read a little bit to you. Genocide was already here, ladies and gentlemen, among the native peoples who frequently fought wars of extermination against rival tribes. The archaeological record testifies to such events, and Europeans had little to teach the native peoples they encountered anything about ambush, torture, and the death penalty. Okay? Now, the view of the Wam... I hope I say this right. The view of the Wampanoag with whom the white settlers of Plymouth celebrated that feast in the fall of 1621 that we call the first Thanksgiving. The, Wampapo the Wampanoag, uh, first of all, saw the pilgrims as a valuable ally against their enemies, the Narragansett, who appeared ready to attack at all times. Okay, They signed a treaty with the settlers that lasted unbroken for 50 years. Now, when you think in terms of, uh, of that time period, what 50 years is, 50 years was probably two or three generations. They had, a liter they had an unbroken treaty that lasted for 50 years. And the Wampanoag also eagerly engaged the settlers in trade to gain access to European manufactured goods. And moreover, the pilgrims brought Christianity, which within a generation attracted thousands and thousands, a major, huge number of Native American Indian converts. Okay? Now, 
you're not going to hear all this stuff these days because they're not going to teach you this stuff in school. They're not going to teach you that the, the benefits that the Europeans brought the Native Americans, they're not going to teach you about the unbroken bond that was between the two. Okay, And then the Europeans didn't come and force Christianity onto the Native Americans. That didn't happen until the Puritans came. Once the Puritans came, that's when people started forcing things. That's when they started forcing their religion on other people. But up until then, the, the first pilgrims that came that had that unbroken, beautiful bond between, with them and the Native Americans, there was religious freedom and people studied the different religions all throughout that time. But you're never, ever going to hear that in today's public school system. And you're never going to hear that coming from the youngsters of this day. And that is sad. It is sad that these schools nowadays completely just demonize Christopher Columbus and demonize all of the first pilgrims that came over here because it's not the truth. Now, nothing was perfect. I get it. And, 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 and there was probably many, many cases of people doing many bad things. But the, the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, there was no way we could have just come over. We barely made it here to begin with, okay? We barely made it here to begin with, and we barely made it in many expeditions after that. How would we have come and just taken over this land from all of these Native American tribes that were used to fighting constantly? It would have never happened the way these youngsters think it happened today. They think that we just came over here, wiped everybody out, killed everybody, murdered and raped everybody, pillaged everything, colonized and took over. And it didn't happen quite like that. It didn't happen quite like that at all. So... I just think that we really, really need to understand what we're dealing with here, okay? And here's the other thing, too. Thanksgiving was meant for the bad times as much as it was meant for the good times. What do I mean by that? Well, think about this. All this turmoil and pain that you feel about what's happening to this country right now and how it disrespects Everything that happened to get us here and how it affects your life today and how it affects your children's lives and how we're celebrating everything, all of that, ladies and gentlemen, we should be thankful for that. We should be thankful for everything that happens that doesn't go our way because it's those rough and tumble times. It's those rough and unsure times that the Bible tells us we should be thankful for God in all situations, especially those times. We should be praying to go through those hard times because what comes out of those hard times is a better you is a better society. What comes out of those rough, tumble and unsure times is uh, a celebration of unity and togetherness. The same kind of unity and togetherness that we celebrated all those years ago at that first Thanksgiving. So if anything else, ladies and gentlemen, what we need to constantly do is we need to remind our youngsters in our family, and this is the perfect time to do it, exactly what our history is here in America. Exactly how we came to be what we are today what the great experiment really is. They should also be taught what the 1619 Project is. They should be taught who created slavery, who fought for slavery to stay around. They should be taught who abolished slavery and why the Republican Party was built to begin with. They should be taught our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. And if the school system isn't going to do it, then who better to do it than all of you during these holiday seasons? 
It's a perfect time because you might not see all of these youngsters. You might not see your grandkids or your niece and nephews outside of the holidays very much because everybody's got a life and everybody's running a thousand miles an hour. And I'm not saying you have to take up the entire holiday giving a lecture. But if you want to preserve family tradition, if you want to preserve where America really starts at the dinner table, then there are ways to do it, ladies and gentlemen, and it's got to fall on you. Because if it doesn't fall on you to do it, and you know that your children are not raising their children properly, and, and, and you know that they're not teaching them the values of the traditions of this country, then it is up to you to step in. It is your job, it is your obligation, your responsibility, and your duty to step in, or else, I've said it a thousand times, if you or the people that love that child are not teaching that child the ways of life, then you can dang sure bet that that public school system is taking any opportunity they can to teach them anything they can that is un-American, unconstitutional, and unpatriotic. Because they live for that stuff. It's just the way things are today. Okay? We have to understand that in the midst of these troubled times, this is a good time to be in. You are very, very lucky to be a Christian conservative in America today in 2021. There is no time better to be alive than right now. Because it's going to, when we look back on this, when history looks back on this, hindsight being 2020, your generation, this generation right now, the one that is alive fighting to preserve, you will be looked at as a hero that helped save the nation. I know it doesn't seem like that right now, but I can promise you if you continue to do what's right, if you, pro if you continue to spread the gospel, spread the traditions of the Judeo-Christian values that this country was, was founded on, then you will make a difference regardless of the regardless of the fake news media regardless of all the billions of dollars on the left that's against you regardless of all the people trying to tear down this country this country the spirit of this country and the blessings of our god are stronger than any of that opposition trying to tear us down ask me how i know Look what we've been able to stop this year with Joe Biden being an illegitimate president, having all three forms of government. The only real thing that they've been able to accomplish, like I said this morning, outside of gas prices and inflation and housing uh, and housing being destroyed and, and everybody's um, uh, savings being wiped out, that's, that's Democrats every time they're in charge. The only thing that they can say they accomplished having three branches of government is a $1.75 trillion spending bill that is bad enough as it is. I get it. But if that's all that we've been able that's that's really all we've suffered this year, that's because you guys stood up and fought. Okay? So just continue to keep our traditions alive and teach our youngsters what this country really is all about and how great it really is. Having said that, we're going to take a break here on Real America's Voice News. We're going to get our wits about us, fill our coffee cups, and we will be back with more Live from America as soon as this commercial break is over. Thank you for watching tonight. God bless you. We'll be right back. So what do you guys all think about that? What do you guys all think about the fact that the reason why they're... Okay, so we got Sylvia. She says, full blood of Native American here. I am blessed beyond measures to be here. Amen. Amen. I just ordered my seven-year-old daughter my pillowcases with Bible verses and used LFA, and her mom is teaching her about God and Jesus. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you. God is about to shake the base of the White House. It's coming soon. 
It's from Kim Clement, says Roxy Malone. I Hey, I'm right there with you. You can't beat God, and I am right there with you, my dear. Uh, Vicky65 says, you're spot on, Jeremy. God bless Willie. That's why they're trying to take away all of our history. That's why they're taking down all these statues. They don't want our youth to know how amazing our forefathers were. They just don't. And that's why they think Thanksgiving was nothing but genocide and, and violence. And that is so far from the truth. If it wasn't for them helping us out, we wouldn't be here. The people need to understand and get this stuff. Uh, Rhonda says, that is not the only things they have been able to do. Thousands of people have been forced to get vaccines and suffer harm because of these demons. Well, not true. People have a choice. People have a choice. If that was the case, then I'd be vaccinated right now. They can't. I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. But people had a choice. There's always a choice. They, had, they were given an ultimatum and they chose to get the vaccine because they didn't want to suffer the consequences of not getting the vaccine. I, I get what you're saying. I do. And I believe that that is a blow that we have taken. But we allowed that to happen. The government didn't do that to us. We allowed that to happen as a society and we never should have done that. Thank you very much for the $25 donation. God bless you. I really appreciate that. Um, that this is a time of rejoice for Christians. Our Savior is coming soon. And I commented one time our country was based in Christianity. Someone blasted me, told me I was full of it. Well, again, those are people who don't know the past. Those are people who truly do not know the great history of this country. And it's our job to teach them. It really is our job to teach them. Um, Jeremy, did you know that the pilgrims settled on the land where Pawtuxet Indian tribe once lived? That was Squanto's village. Um, I believe I heard that when when uh, when my wife and I were down in Cape Cod uh, three, four, four years ago now. I believe I did hear that then. Um, Jeremy, how can I get a child's Bible? Well, uh, as soon as we get into the new studio going into next week, we're going to catch up on all the Bible requests that you guys all sent since May. So if you've sent in a Bible request, you'll get one soon. I promise you. Um, a job or your life? No brainer, says Donnie. See, well, I, it is, it's not as easy for everybody, Donnie. It's not as easy for everybody, but it is the truth. It's not, it's not an easy, it's not, I wish it was just as easy for everybody else as it is for me to say I'm not getting the vaccine. Some people are in other are situations where the problems that would arise from not getting it to them outweigh the problems that might arise by getting it. So you just gotta, it's, it's a tough thing. But you did have a choice. Everybody had a choice. We all did. Bobby Driver says, no one will ever force me to get a vaccination. And God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. All right, here we go. And welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. This is November 29th, year of our Lord, 2021. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. Thanks for kick, uh, staying with me tonight. I want to move on to some good news here, and that is Biden's vaccine mandate is now falling apart at the seams in not only district courts, but U.S. courts all over the country, ladies and gentlemen. We already know what the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals did. And then, of course, that went, and they had that lottery, and it went to the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. But there was still many, many, many other lawsuits that did not fall in to the, uh, to the lawsuit that the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeal took up, which was the uh, OSHA mandated you know, employers with 100 people or more mandate. Well, this is a little bit different. This is another blow to Biden. 
ladies and gentlemen. And really, there was never a chance of it ever happening anyway. We all knew from the very beginning the federal government had no power to mandate vaxes even through OSHA. We already knew that. We knew they were going to try to do it, but most of us knew it wasn't really going anywhere. It was all a scare tactic to get employers to, to cave out of fear because most people just like most people don't even know what happened for thanksgiving most people don't understand their rights and what the government can and cannot do and most people will just say look i'm not going to deal with it i'm not going to pay the fine i'm not going to worry about it i'm just going to cave out of fear and that is exactly what this illegitimate did not win the election in 2020 regime wanted to have happen and that's why I was begging and pleading with employers, do not do this, because you don't have to do this. You're going to put yourself at risk, you're going to force people to quit, you're going to force people to be fired, and you're going to destroy your reputation of your company, and you're really going to hurt a lot of people. Do not do this. But here we are today, and so many people who are employers said, we're going to do it because we just don't have no choice, even though they did. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today, three major blows for the Biden regime. Number one, a federal judge blocked the vaccine mandate for health workers in the following states. This is huge. And I think this could not have come at a better time just because there are reports all over the country of hospitals and healthcare facilities not having the staff needed to make sure that people of the community are okay outside of COVID, just regular stuff. And in Waukesha, Wisconsin, the hospital there did not even have the staff to deal with the 18 people that came in that were wounded from being run over from the black supremacist, racist, Black Lives Matter activists who racially and religiously motivated, uh, had a motivation to attack uh, Christians during the Waukesha Christmas parade last week. They didn't even have the staff, and they were scrambling and running around trying to get anybody that they could. And now here comes this federal judge and says, whoa, 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 whoa. Ten states. Ten states. This federal judge blocked this vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. And the following states are Missouri, Nebraska, Arkansas, Iowa, Wyoming, Alaska, South Dakota, North Dakota, New Hampshire, and Kansas. If you live in one of those states and you are a healthcare worker or you know somebody that is a healthcare worker in one of those states, then ladies and gentlemen, this federal judge blocked this vaccine mandate today for healthcare workers in that industry in all of those states. This is a blessing from God. Thank God and all glory go to God for working through this federal judge to give the people what they rightfully should have had all this time and that is a freedom to work. Remember, these healthcare workers were heroes a year ago. And now, if they refuse to comply, they are the devil, according to the Biden regime. So, thank the Lord for this federal judge. But also, ladies and gentlemen, that's not it. Just like Sham Wow, there's more. An appeals court temporarily blocked COVID 19 vax mandate for California prison workers and inmates. Now, this. This year, it seems like the world treats servicemen and women and prison inmates as third-class citizens who don't have rights. Now, just because you're incarcerated or just because you've given your life and sacrificed 
the possibility of losing your life so you could join and be part of the military of this country doesn't mean you still don't have human rights. People need to stop looking at prisoners and go, well, maybe they shouldn't have done what they did. When you're in prison, you forfeit the right to be able to say, I don't want to get vaccinated. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. And stop demonizing everybody who made bad decisions, especially when we live in a, uh, a profit prison system uh, in this country. We live in a system where people profit off sending people to prison. So there's a lot of people sitting in prison who don't need to be sitting in prison just for the mere fact that it is a major profit-making industry in this country. Okay, so big shout out to the uh, to the judge who blocked the mandate for California prison workers and inmates. Also, an appeals court put a temporary halt on San Diego unified vaccine mandate, granting a request from a 16 year old student and her parents who filed a lawsuit to block the San Diego unified school district from mandating vaccines. Um, This 16 year old actually happened to be pregnant and doesn't want to have to deal with that kind of stuff. So also. we had a judge side with uh, with this 16-year-old student and her parents. It's happening all over the country. You're not hearing about this on fake news CNN or MSNBC. Just like you're not hearing about the Waukesha, Wisconsin racist-motivated murderer because it goes against their agenda. But ladies and gentlemen, the country is not going to hell, to hell in a handbasket as much as the mainstream media or as much as politicians want you to believe it is. They want you to believe this because it's nothing but a fear-mongering tool in order to keep your mind and your heart off of the positive and good things of this country so that you can constantly be wrapped up in a ball of fear, anger, and emotion so it's easier for them to pass bills and get things by you. Stay grounded, stay focused, because good things are happening. Like I told you, they have three branches of government. And you would have thought that by the end of this year, this country would be completely destroyed. It won't be, and it won't be next year either. Because the spirit of American, the American people, is so much stronger than most people ever knew. All right? So those are all really, really good uh, things that happened today in our judicial system. At least some judges are paying attention to what is going on. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to Texas for some more good news today. The Texas General Land Office and the Texas Department of Public Safety have signed a lease agreement together authorizing construction of a border wall in parts of the Rio Grande Valley where there is a massive illegal alien crossing operation going on day in and day out, 24 hours a day. All right? That's a good, that's great news. That means that the state of Texas is moving forward with their promise to protect their citizens. So like Governor Abbott, or don't like him, his um, executive order that was challenged in court and upheld is moving forward, and the wall is starting to be built in one of the worst places for illegal alien crossing. This is good news. Oh, but it's okay. Don't don't worry, though, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. The The border is still wide open, even though Biden put a stop to everybody flying in from South Africa. So you can't fly into the country from South Africa, but you can just make the long journey to the southern border and you can have every disease uh, disease known to mankind and you can come right through. But not for much longer in the state of Texas as they continue to protect their citizens down there. And I want to give a big shout out. Actually, I want to give the Smarty Award of the day. So let's go ahead and cue those drums. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award here on Live from America, November 29th. 
goes to the Texas General Land Office and the Texas Department of Public Safety. We need more of this to happen. We need more border states to do this exact same thing because the federal government is not on the side of the American people. They do not care about keeping people safe from COVID or any other disease walking across that border. So these border states are just going to have to do it themselves. Now, we know Texas won't. Arizona could. Texas is, I mean, we know California won't, excuse me, but we know Texas is and we know Arizona could. So we just got to keep pushing forward. So big shout out to those in Texas, ladies and gentlemen. Also, while we get ready to go for this break, in lieu of the fact that Texas is building the wall, let's go out with a little bit of build the wall music, shall we? Check it out. If you haven't heard that song, it is Build the Wall by yours truly. We're going to take another commercial break, and we will be back with another segment of Live from America here on Real America's Voice News and all over digital TV and social media. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more news right here from the Live Free or Die State. Be back in a minute. S. Wernick says, my favorite song you got, Jeremy. Well, thank you very much. Mine is Rebirth of America. However, by the end of this year, Dave Bray and I will have our new song, Armor of God, done. And I think that might be your new favorite song. Thank Jeremy for all the great news. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, like I said, it's not always going to be the greatest news, but you know it's always going to be the truth. And when I can find and, and, and actually validate news that is real good news, you know dang well I'm going to bring that to you. i got to uplift your spirits a little bit here, and we don't see anything but bad news on the mainstream media, so why not have good news? You know what I mean? My 10-year-old song, uh, loves that song. He is dancing to it right now. Actually, if you, if you want to hear a really good song, go listen to my song, Live Free or Die. Just go to YouTube if you need to. You can listen to it for free, or you can listen to it on any download site like Spotify or anything like that. But go listen to the song, Live Free or Die. I think you'll really like that song, and I think your, uh, your kids will like that song as well. But Rebirth of America right now is still my favorite. Still my favorite song. Um... Because I believe that we're really going to see a rebirth of America like, like we've never experienced in our lifetimes. Uh, Bobby Mannion says, I made my ringtone rebirth of America. Well, God bless you. Thank you for that. Uh, just like the Bible, I certainly agree with the message. Build the wall. Woo! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. What's up with New York? They're planning to allow 800,000 non-citizens to vote. That is true, ladies and gentlemen. That is true. So we got to continue to highlight that and fight that as well. They're also doing it in Vermont. So we got to keep an eye on all of that. Um, but it'll only be a state election because per the Constitution, they can't vote in a uh, general election for the, uh, for the presidency. So, but if the state allows it, what are you going to do? Jeremy, did you see the Salvation pulled their guide on the white race apology? I did not. I did not. I didn't know that they actually apologized yet. So if you could send me that link, I'd appreciate it. What happened with the pillow guy with the Supreme Court, Robert from New Jersey? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that in this next segment. So just stay tuned, okay? All right, here we go. 
Welcome back to Live from America. I appreciate you guys sticking in there with me here. And uh, got some more news coming from Black Lives Matter. And after attacking Thanksgiving so very much and how, how racist and how, how gruesome and on all the violence that we cause as white people in, in, in this country, after attacking Thanksgiving and most likely celebrating with family behind closed doors, Black Lives Matter, the organization, has now set its sights on Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I thought they already did that eight days ago in Waukesha, Wisconsin, if I'm not mistaken. However, they are setting their sights on Christmas and they are coming after Christmas now. They have launched, are you ready for this? Black Lives Matter has launched a Black Xmas, not a Black Christmas, it's called Black Xmas, calling for people to only buy from black businesses to fight white supremacy. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't walk into a, um, to a business and ask what color is the, the owner is. I don't ask what nationality, what religion, what color, or even if they've been vaccinated or not. Why? Because it's none of my damn business. And I could care less if I buy or spend my money at a store from uh, somebody who owns it who's black, white, brown, red, blue, or green. I don't care if they're fat, skinny, short, tall, young, or old. It does not bother me. It is no concern of mine. If you have items in your store that I would like to buy, then I buy them. So, Black Lives Matter is asking and, and putting on a full marketing campaign for this Christmas, fully basically endorsing and perpetuating racism. They want you to go in and make sure that the owner of the store is black, so that that's the only person that you buy from. So they want to destroy and kill the economy, and they want to do it by the act of racism. Now, I want to, before I get into uh, Mike Lindell and what's going on with the Supreme Court there, because I wanted to spend some time on that, I wanted to show you what happened at my house two days ago. So, Saturday, we went out to buy some more Christmas lights because we were short on our Christmas lights. We didn't have enough uh, lights that we, that we needed to decorate outside. And we're a family that likes to put Jesus and Christmas on full display, like the Griswolds. Um, so, we, last year, our blow-up Santa... Got a hole in it. So we threw it away. They're a dime a dozen, right? So we went down to the Home Depot, and I said, oh, look, there's a blow-up Santa. Let me grab it. So I grabbed the blow-up Santa, and I brought it home. Next thing I know, I hear my daughter say, hey, Dad, how come Santa's beard looks different? And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, isn't Santa supposed to have a white beard? And I said, yeah, I guess. I don't know. And she goes, well, this Santa doesn't have a white beard. And I said, well, let me see it. So I went over and I grabbed what I bought from Home Depot. This is what I bought, ladies and gentlemen. It happens to be a black Santa Claus. Do you know that I didn't know if it was a black or a white Santa Claus when I bought it? Why? Because I'm not looking for that kind of stuff. I didn't notice it was a black Santa and I didn't notice if it was a white Santa. I just bought a Santa. And guess what? We're going to put it up outside of our house. But then my daughter had a great idea. 
and she said, you should buy a white Santa too and have them holding hands right next to our Jesus's hope sign for Christmas. And I said, you know what? That's a great idea. But my point in showing you this and bringing this from home was to say, not only do I not care if I buy from a black person or a white person, I truly don't even see color the way that these racist white and black youngsters of this world think that we all see we don't look at color that way we just don't we weren't brought up that way this is not an institutionalized racist country it hasn't been for many many years and the only people who push it happen to be racist white antifa members and racist black Lives matter organization members because Black Santa going up outside of my house. And I have no problem with that. I don't understand what the big deal is. You know what I mean? However, you'll probably have somebody drive by my house that sees a Trump flag and says, look at that guy, virtue signaling. No, 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 no. It's actually the opposite of what you want it to be. And you hate that. All right. Moving on. I wanted to highlight a little bit of what's going on with Mike Lindell and the Supreme Court. Now, a lot of people did not were not able to watch his 96-hour thankathon, and I wasn't either. So I went and I grabbed what I could that best explained what the complaint is and how the complaint breaks down. The complaint wasn't filed. The reason the complaint wasn't filed was because the attorneys generals that were signed on to it asked for uh to be postponed because they've been dealing with these vaccine mandates and these mandates with employers in their states and there was a few attorneys general who completely backed off the case completely because mike lindell says that ronna mcdaniel rnc chairwoman actually got involved and 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 pressured these attorneys general not to move forward with it and the remaining attorneys general asked that mike lindell postpone filing the court case because of everything they've had to deal with with this biden administration over the last few weeks and it almost makes you think that it was calculated and strategized that way but anyway let me play you a video at least the best that I can anyway, that explains to you this court case and exactly what Mike Lindell's dealing with and what this court case looks like and how it differs from the Texas court case. Now, I'm going to play you about five or six minutes of this before we go to a break, and it's better that I play this video for you than try to explain it because this uh, attorney breaks down exactly what is in this lawsuit and breaks down exactly what this entire Supreme Court case is from the top to the bottom. So, ladies and gentlemen, better to do it this way. Here you go. State AGs that lays out the case as to why the November 2020 election shouldn't stand. Um, there are four significant differences in this complaint compared to the complaint that was filed by the state of Texas in December of last year. We have new defendants and claims against those defendants. Those new defendants are the United States and then the officers of the United States, the president, the vice president, speaker of the house, the attorney general, and the speaker pro, or the, the president pro tem of the Senate. We have brought claims under article four of the constitution and the guarantee clause, which provides that the, the United States shall provide for a Republican form of government, which as alleged in the complaint, a stolen election is not a Republican form of government. And we've also alleged violations of the take care clause, and that's article two. And that is simply that these officers uh, have a duty to make ensure that the laws of the United States are faithfully executed. And in this election, they were not. 
One point to talk about the Article 2 claims, which is the same claim that was asserted last time. It's important to recognize that when you hear in the media that these are, you know, these complaints were baseless claims of election fraud, that's just simply ignoring the claims in the complaint and the actual fact. Because it is a fact that as of October of 2020, there were four Supreme Court justices who wanted to take up a case involving Article 2 violations, and this, in that particular situation, was in Pennsylvania, when the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, by fiat, ruled that ballots could be counted after the statutory deadline of November 3rd at 8 p.m., the Supreme Court, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court said, no, no, you can keep counting ballots even if they're not postmarked, they're not signed, you can do that through November 6th. At that time, Justice Ginsburg had passed away and the court was, had eight justices on it. There was a claim by the Republican Party of Pennsylvania to stay that decision by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Four justices wanted to take that case up. And for the justices to rule on that, they had to believe that the plaintiffs, in that case the Republican Party of Georgia, would likely succeed on the merits. So this is a long way of saying that the claims under Article 2, there are four Supreme Court justices who want to rule on whether these non, these changes to election law by non-legislative actors, such as courts, such as officers, violate Article 2 of the Constitution. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stop it right there because I really just want to break down what he's saying. Article 4 and Article 2 are the two violations of the Constitution that were the main reasons for the election fraud in 2020. And the main reason out of all of them is what I've been saying since the very beginning. Don't even, you don't even have to go as far as go Dominion and all that. All you have to know is these states illegally changed election law outside of their jurisdiction and their power to do so. And the state legislative body was completely, completely cornered and not part of the decision. And that can't happen. That can't happen. So this time going, they're standing. This time going, there's actual damages that they can prove. There's people, the right people are bringing the right case. The fact that it was postponed is very disappointing and very disturbing. The RNC has a lot to do with that. And so do, so do some of the attorneys generals who had signed on and then decided to back off because of what Ronna McDaniel did. Mike Lindell is a man of honesty and Mike Lindell is a man of faith and Mike Lindell is a man of truth. He's going to be taking hits all over the world because he didn't file the other day when he wanted to. There was reasons for that. But the fact of the matter is, is this court case going to it already has four Supreme Court justices that want to hear it. And with the standing and the evidence being brought, whenever Mike can file it, I can guarantee you that it will be heard. Will it be 9-0? Probably not. But it will be heard. And for more of that explanation, because he breaks down even more, go to frankspeech.com and check out all of the different videos that are put up on the front page. And this one is on there. We're going to take one more commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. And we will be back with a very strong statement from President Trump right after this. Um, I seen a lot of you were talking about Trumpy Bear. And if, uh, if Mike Lindell was selling Trump Bears uh, for the holidays, I haven't heard anything about that yet. And I don't think so. But who knows? It, po- it could be possible uh, for the future. Uh, I ordered a Trump bobblehead a while ago. It was made in China. Well, <laughs> what isn't these days? You know what I mean? 
Um, the Sunday show explains how they want to do the new voting system. Yeah, and I'm actually going to watch more of that tonight. Like I said, I couldn't catch the 96-hour marathon, but I watched a lot of it this afternoon, and I'll continue to watch it. And yes, I am, I'm also disappointed that it wasn't filed on the 23rd, but who would have ever thought that the culprits would be the RNC and Ronna McDaniel? But Mike Lindell explains a lot about that. He really does. Um, Antifa equals anti-First Amendment. Becky says, Satan is roaring like a lion, but God's angels will throw him into the bottomless pit for a thousand years. Amen. Um, if I swing if I swing it, I'm thinking about buying 10 Trump books and donating to Jeremy to give away. I just need to see what I can do, says Donnie. Well, God bless you, brother. God bless you. Because I guarantee you, once we get all these Bibles out, I'll be short on things to send out. Because there are a lot of things to catch up on. Um... You going to talk about Lynn Wood? No, not really. Are you talking about the audio that was leaked with him and General Flynn saying that Q wasn't real? No, I don't think that's newsworthy or anything to talk about. Um, and I don't have anything good or bad to say about Lynn Wood right now. I think I, 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 I'm not in that whole, you know, fight back and forth between who's a better patriot, who's a better Christian. I just have no, I'd love to still have him on the show. I've still reached out and invited him. So we'll see what happens. Um, all right, let's get right back to it here. Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I want to read you a statement from President Donald J. Trump that he, that he put out where he's calling out anybody who wants to debate him moving forward uh, with this election fraud that happened. And I just think it's great that President Trump is, is literally putting it out there because you know somebody's going to take the bait on this. And it's just going to keep it in the news even more while we fight behind the scenes. President Trump says the following, quote, I am willing to challenge the heads of various newspapers or even far-left politicians who have perpetrated the real big lie, which is voter irregularities and fraud on a massive and determinative scale. This includes members of the highly partisan unselect committee of Democrats who refused to delve into what caused January 6th. It was a fake election with fake election results. While I'm willing to do it, they will never agree because they can't argue the facts in states including Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, New Hampshire, and others, such as New Mexico, where the Democrat Secretary of State changed the voting laws without legislative approval just prior to the election, making it virtually impossible for the Republican presidential candidate to win. Boom! That is where the real law got broken. He goes on to say, if anyone would like to publicly debate me on the facts, not the fiction, Please let me know. It will be a ratings bonanza for television. Woo! Woo! That is President Trump, ladies and gentlemen, putting it out there for anybody, putting that bait out there. And I guarantee you, somebody, somebody will end up taking that bait. I know they will. They always do. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, what I want to show you right before we go is something from JeremyHarrell.com real quick. If you go to JeremyHarrell.com, this is what you see on the front page. I'd like to scroll down just a little bit and boom, the brand new Freedom t-shirts. The brand, I mean, Freedom hoodies. There we go. Freedom on the front. And of course, it's got my logo on the side uh, and RMA's logo on the other side. The brand new Freedom hoodie, $39.99, ranges from size small all the way to triple X. Get yours today by going to jeremyharrell.com. And do not forget to visit the America Strong Company page while you're doing so. That's going to do it for Live from America tonight, folks, and I appreciate you being here. I'll see you tomorrow. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. 
but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back and your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I so much appreciate you guys and I will see you tomorrow at 11 and again in the evening for more.